here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, lay hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the PPC Den Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Erickson Fasheen. Today, I'm joined by my guest co-host, Bobby. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, as am I, as you can tell from my excited voice. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Google Ads to Amazon. Uh, <laughs> all right, here I go. <laughs> I was wondering how long you were going to keep that up. Whew, maybe too long. Welcome, everybody, to the PBCN podcast. Uh, I'm super stoked because I have my longtime friend and colleague on the show, Bobby Pulte of Search Scientists, hanging out there, way up there in Michigan. Put up your hand. Where are you in regards to Lake Michigan? Wait, is this reversed? Which hand do it, I need? It might be reversed. Yes. Where All are right. you? Where's Lake okay, Michigan? Well, if here's for reference, this is Detroit. Detroit. This, this is Lake Michigan. Yes. I'm over about here near Grand yes. Rapids. Yes. But I don't know. I hope that's reversed. It it could be. Uh, well, uh, for our uh, well, it's the right side for our listeners in Australia. It is the right side for them. Because it's flipped uh, more for them. <laughs> okay, whatever. It's flipped. Everything's, <laughs> everything's Google Maps. Google Maps, Grand Rapids. That's where I am. Google Maps. Yes. Back on track. Back on track. Here we go. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, so this is cool because I, we've talked about Google Ads to Amazon listings before. It's been a hot topic. And to be honest, a lot of times when I see this talked about, I mean, we've done it on this show. We talked a lot about the theory of running Google Ads to Amazon listings. And we've talked about... Uh, things that should be happening when you run Google Ads to your Amazon listings. However, Bobby, for the last many months, we have been doing this. We've been running Google Ads to Amazon listings for a variety of clients. And today we're going to be talking about it. I'm super stoked about it. Uh, there's We've had some wins. There's definitely some pitfalls, some things that I definitely learned. Um, sort of like... A, you know, the theory can be like bright and shiny. And then once you get into practice, it can be a cold, cold, hard world out there. So we're going to talk about those challenges. Yeah, I, I am glad that you called it wins and pitfalls, though, because mm -hmm. we have been running this for a handful of clients, you know, smaller sample size, but we've really only experienced wins. Pitfalls are more like things that are just kind of annoying that you have to find workarounds. But we, mm -hmm. we've yet to have a situation where it's like this is a total bust. Absolutely. Um, so it is cool. Yes. Yes. You know, you're absolutely right. So we've never had like a total bust, like absolute waste of time. And at the same time, like there are some like challenges that I do think people experience. I've also had a lot of conversations with people 
uh, about Google Ads. Like they've been doing it and they've been sharing it. And we'll get into some things that like tr- struggles that we've heard other people do and why I think in our just our testing, like hearing their stories, like helped us avoid the things like that. So I'm super stoked. This is going to be a podcast in three chapters. Uh, we're going to talk about chapter one. Of course, recapping the benefits and the promise of Google Ads to Amazon listing. Chapter two is going to be challenges of Google Ads to Amazon listings and how to overcome them. Uh, And then chapter three will be a recommended process. And at any point in time, if you'd like to talk to me or Bobby about this, you can hit the link in the description because uh, we do this kind of thing professionally. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, yeah. yes, that is right. Uh, so without further ado, let's jump in to chapter one. Alrighty, Bobby. The benefits and promise. So we've recorded about this before in the past. Uh, I've done shows on, uh, I've done episodes here uh, with our good buddy, Adam Heist. Uh, and he talked about his experience with Google Ads to Amazon listings. Lots of people have talked about this. So let's recap the benefits. We'll also have the link to those older episodes in the show notes as well. I'll take the first one. Number one, boost rankings on Amazon. Uh, and we'll go fast in chapter one. But the first promise, benefit of running Google Ads at your Amazon listing is just boosting rankings. For a very long time, Amazon has hinted uh, downright explicitly said, like, send us traffic outside of Amazon as they it is the part of their mission to gobble up all of e-commerce. You know, if you view Shopify and Amazon being competitors, Amazon would love it if people made the transaction on Amazon rather than Shopify. So they love it when people send social traffic to Amazon, your email marketing traffic to Amazon, your anything to Amazon, and in this case, of course, your Google Ads traffic to Amazon. I've always sort of known and seen that, you know, Amazon knows when traffic is coming off of Amazon, and they appreciate that. Uh, They view that as a positive brand signal, and they like to reward brands, so they will likely boost your rankings when you are sending off Amazon traffic to Amazon, in this case, of course, Google Ads traffic. So that's the first benefit boost your rankings on Amazon for the product that you're running ads for. Yeah, boosting rankings, always a good thing. Uh, And that leads into the second benefit that we believe is you're just improving your direct return on ad spend uh, from Google traffic. You are reaching traffic, a different piece of that pie that wasn't there on Amazon. Uh, Yes, obviously you're still paying for on Google. It's the same sort of system that someone clicks the ad, uh, you get charged, Google gets money. However, again, small sample size, what we've found um, since the pie is so much bigger yet on Google, the amount of people that are on Google, depending on, depending on your product, that's always first. Uh, the CPC is pretty cheap. Uh, so what we found in our experiences is we're getting cheaper yet still qualified traffic landing directly on your listings, which is just boosting your return on ad spend in Amazon, pure and simple. Yeah. I, I mean, if you search for the same keyword, like if you go and look at, your search query performance report on Amazon, it'll tell you how many times it was searched. Then you can go over to Google Ads Keyword Planner and it'll tell you how many times it searched over there. It is very, very likely. If you were to do that comparison 10 times, I mean, Google Ads would have more traffic for that keyword almost every time. There's just still a bunch of searches that happen on Google. So by doing this, you get direct sales from Google that you weren't getting before. So like, that's going to be a KPI that you measure here. And of course, the third one, brand referral bonus on Amazon. 
Uh, so again, Amazon's wanting to reward brands that do things that brands do. One thing that brands do is they send off Amazon traffic over to Amazon and they will pay you for it. Uh, they'll give you about like, a, you know, 10% discount on your fees every time you get a conversion from off of Amazon through your brand referral bonus, uh, which then in turn boosts your direct ROAS, which then again sends brand signals to Amazon, which boosts your rankings on Amazon. So this is all a summary for the good people out there. Uh, anything else? No, I was just going to say, you know, the brand referrals bonus, brand referral bonus, uh, it's a nice little kickback. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a huge source of revenue for you, but it, it will add up over time, especially when you have, you know, hundreds or thousands of ASINs even, um, and you start to run traffic for those, which we'll get into later about the amount that you should be doing. But um, yeah, it's a nice little kickback that you can reinvest into your Amazon ads yep. or reinvest it into Google ads. Ooh, compound it. Yeah, easy 10% on top. You get $1,000 in sales through your brand referral bonus. Uh, you'll get 100 bucks right back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's jump into chapter two, some of these new things uh, that we haven't talked about previously, which is, of course, the challenges of Google ads and to your Amazon listings and how to overcome them. Alrighty, so the, the hardest part here is the measurement of all of this. We're dealing with two different ad networks. We're dealing with several different products. Uh, you know, we're going to be looking at a rank tracking tool. We're going to be looking at search query performance on Amazon. We're going to be looking at brand and, uh, we're going to be looking at uh, Amazon attribution on Amazon. We're going to be looking at Google ads. So like there's a lot of different data in a lot of different spots. And that I would summarize as like the mountain to climb when you do this thing, you know, right off the bat, Amazon attribution anecdotally, I think everybody has an anecdote that is just not perfect. Like you don't see every click. You don't see necessarily every order that's happening. And I assume this is no fault of Amazon. It's just like, you know, maybe somebody started on one device and switched to another one and that's not going to get logged. Uh, Maybe somebody like clicked on the Google ad and then didn't convert until way later on another product or something like that. Very imperfect, right? The, I think we saw an example like in a certain time frame, Amazon was reporting like 530 clicks on the link. And what was Google Ads reporting? How many clicks? It was like 419. Uh, right. So, yeah, almost 100 less. Yeah. Yeah, or so that's like a 20% other, yeah. difference in like reported clicks, like clicks on attribution link versus clicks in the Google Ads. So Amazon attribution is a little unperfect. So there's some like looking into the dark and trying to interpret imperfect data sources. So that's a little bit of a challenge. And how I would overcome this is like, that's going to make your direct ROAS reported lower than it likely is. Now, I think most businesses and the people that we've been working with is like, you don't necessarily want to like use that assumption in your calculations. Like you don't want to say like, okay, my ROAS was 2.5 on these Google ads uh, reported, but I'm going to assume it's three Mm -hmm. and just use that as my operational protocol. I think you should just still report what is reported and then just know, like use that to to change your goals. So like, instead of saying like, you know, I'm going to want a 4X ROAS, maybe when you do this, 
you're aiming for a 3.5 ROAS, so something like that. Uh, and I think that's a good way to sort of bridge that gap. Different goals for different channels for different purposes. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something that can be overcome fairly easily. You just got to you know, pay attention to what is actually being shown to you and then maybe compare with your back end about what you may actually be getting. But I think that's a really good point is don't optimize under the, under the assumption of Mm -hmm. your actual possible number. Um, definitely make your decisions based on what you are seeing. Yeah. Um, You always need a goal. Yeah. So yeah, another little quirk or caveat you got to pay attention to is on the Google ad side. Um, it's not going to be full reporting. Obviously you can't have uh, a Google conversion link on an Amazon listing. Uh, you just can't embed that there. So you're not going to be able to see exactly, you know, which of your keywords or your ads are getting you those conversions. It's not going to show you the conversion value or the conversion rate. So especially in the beginning, what we like to do, and we'll get in more into the process in a little bit is, you know, one of our main KPIs in our campaigns is click through rate. Um, how does it compare to Amazon? Is it a fairly high number uh, based on maybe other Google ads that you are running already? Or are they just comparable to what you're seeing uh, on your Amazon ads? But yeah, click-through rate is really, really helpful in the beginning to get a good grasp on, you know, are people interacting with your ad? Paying attention to your competitive your position, uh, that that goes for everything. It's not just for Amazon attribution or running Google ads to Amazon. Uh, you always want to be competitive. Otherwise, you know, what's the what's the phrase death by a thousand cuts you don't want to pay a couple cents here and there and over a a few months you were never really competitive but you still somehow spent a thousand dollars um so make sure you're competitive um yeah and really you're going to want to pay attention to how your organic sales have changed so for example if you if you launch your google ads on the first of the month you know make a note of that um check out your conversion rate on your organic ads in amazon from the first for the duration of you running that test is a good chance it's going to go up that's what we've been seeing Um, but it's kind of you have to make your educated guesses Uh, it is still imperfect things may improve in time Uh, this is becoming more and more popular however uh, there's just these little workarounds so i definitely would recommend paying attention to your click-through rate Uh, review your search terms often in the beginning especially if you're running something like broad match uh, and make sure that the click-through rate is high with good targeted quality traffic. Yeah, simple, you know, simple stuff. You know, a lot of Google ads, uh, we were talking with one person that we were running this with and like they got the call from the Google ads rep and the Google ads rep was like, oh no, you can't do this kind of advertising because you, you can't track conversions. And uh, like, that is true. Like it is pretty annoying. It is pretty hard. So like optimizing for click-through rate and CPC competitive position, that's, that's the way. Uh, when you're on the Google ad side. Uh, and the third challenge is actually tracking rank. And this is probably the the most annoying. I mean, the the no having no conversion data in the site Google ads is pretty annoying. But this is, I think, the most annoying thing. Um, because w- what I think people will experience when you run Google ads to your Amazon listing and you're tracking it. So like you're using some tool to track rank, whatever it is. And you are seeing some ranks go up and you know sometimes you'll see ranks go down like this is just normal like you can do that watch some go up some go down even if you're not doing anything so what you really need to pay attention to is like the search volume of the terms that are going up and then what is the impact of that so since we first reported on google ads to amazon listings there's actually a really terrific way 
to measure the rankings and the actual sales that have been changed by the increase in rankings. So what we mean there is like you can track rank for the product, identify a keyword that has improved, you know, maybe it went from position 10 to position five or five to three, right? It improved. Then what do you do? Like you might get that from this reporting and the frustrating thing might be like, was it worth it? Like, did that actually yield more revenue from the ranking increase than what I spent on Google ads? And that is where you can pull up the new report in Amazon, the search query performance share of purchases for the keyword you just had a ranking increase on. Uh, So again, running Google ads, notice a rank increase in your rank tracking software. Then you take that keyword that you just had the rank increase and you go and see if your performance improved in the search query performance dashboard. So like, did you get a bigger share of traffic for that? Did you get a bigger share of orders for that new and improved keyword? So like you can actually now know when you're looking at your rank tracking software, I moved from position 10 to position three. Then you go into the search query performance dashboard and you look at that same keyword that you just had an increase on rankings in and you can see, oh, well, when I was at position 10, I only grabbed 2% of the sales for this keyword. Now that I'm at position three, I have closer to like 20% of the sales. I know what you know each sale is worth. That's actually awesome. I'm like way paying for my Google ads. And that is where the magic happens. So like that little connecting of the dots, cumbersome, right? Because we're dealing with like lots of different things and lots of different systems. But like that's a major component here. And it's unfortunately the hardest thing to piece together. But that is... That's the way. Um, yeah, the it, way. it is a little cumbersome. You're right. I expect things will change. I think they're already working on ways to make this easier. Um, they want it so badly. Amazon does. It just makes sense that they're going to try to make it easier for everyone. Um, but yeah, it's very optimistic. That, that, that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah, what advertisers doing nice things for their uh, sellers. Um, yeah, it, if you can just do that little extra legwork and figure out you know, based on the price of your product, like, hey, this is definitely paying for my Google ads advertising yeah. allotment. And then don't and forget, then you're also getting that additional kickback. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not quite doubling up, but, uh, you know, yeah, you, it, it's like oh, almost like free advertising at that point. If you do that math, do that legwork and figure out where you need to be to get Google ads to pay for itself pretty much. Right. Pay for itself, increase your market share. And then, I mean, the icing on the cake is when your rankings go up so much that it, you know, adds to your additional ROAS that you're getting. So like Mm -hmm. you're getting ROAS from the Google ads themselves, like people actually buying it right then and there. And then downstream, you're getting a lot of ranking improvements, which pay for even more. So that's, that's where the magic really starts to happen. And Mm -hmm so far like in the several cases that we've had here like that's what happens and it's awesome so like if you're not running google ads you should be (laughs) uh with that let's jump into the recommended process chapter three all righty uh how many steps do we have in this process let's see here we've got a list that uses Roman numerals. How's your Roman numerals? Nine. I want to say that's nine steps. <laughs> uh, so let's go rapid fire here. Um, Cause I think a lot of the listeners will be familiar with this process. So step number one, go set up your brand referral bonus because you get 10% of sales credited back to you. Um, so 
no brainer. Uh, there's a link in the show notes to go do this. It's on our blog post. Uh, just go search Amazon brand referral bonus, sign up. That's step number one. Alrighty, step two, take some time to really talk with someone and like write out your goals. Um, the reason being the biggest pitfall, we didn't put this in the pitfall, but the biggest pitfall is people from what I've talked to, uh, we have, we haven't done this. Um, a lot of people that I've talked to start way too big with their Google ads. Um, they start with way too many products. They spend way too much on each product. Uh, and it's just too much. Like when you start and you say, Hey, you know, let's say you're, let's say you're spending 10 grand a month on your Amazon ads. People have, I've talked to people that are like, Hey, I go over to Google ads and I'm spending like 5k now on like, um, you know, three products and like, it's going to be hard to get an immediate ROI from that. I way consider this more of a slow burn than a, I'm going to like, you know, hit the defibrillator and like jolt this and then like be done with it. This is way more of a slow burn. So like the thing that I would say is like, start with just one, two or three ASINs, like start small. And then really it's a few hundred bucks per ASIN. Uh, to get a few hundred clicks per month. And I don't think you need to break the bank on this. So, you know, if somebody's spending 10 grand a month on Amazon ads, probably 700, probably maybe 500, 500 to 1,000 on Google ads, like that's sort of the scale. So we're talking about a, uh, a lightweight way to get started, to start measuring the ranking increases and move from there. Yeah. And just uh, a quick follow up on that, uh -huh. you know, you can come up with a number 500 or whatever it is, but really what you're looking for is like your ads not to be limited by the budget. Mm. Um, you know, if you put a budget of 500, but you know, you've got your, your five, 10 keywords or whatever it is in there and they are only spending 250 a month and you're still competitive, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to run a test like this, it's, and this is important for any test, just make sure you're not limiting yourself because by the end of this test you run, you might just have insufficient data and you come away not really knowing if it was worth it or not. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we should be getting hundreds of clicks per month, not 10. Yeah, exactly. Because then you have no data. You, you won't see an impact. Um, so yeah, so even at this range, we're seeing movement in ranking, which is pretty sick. And then I think that's nice as a slow burn um, and just sort of maintain there. So like that I think is super valuable and super important to just sort of establish. After you sort of plan your goals, go ahead and create Amazon attribution tracking links. It's inside your advertising console. It's on the left side and just click Amazon attribution. Creating an attribution link is incredibly simple. You just click create and then you follow the steps. It takes 10 seconds. Uh, so it's very lightweight, but then you use that link in your Google ads. I would also say at this point, uh, start rank tracking. Ideally, you've already started rank tracking a couple of weeks before. Again, there's lots of tools that do this. Um, start rank tracking. And ideally, you want to track a wide range of keywords because uh, it won't be a direct one-to-one, -one, like, okay, I'm advertising on the keyword mason jar and I saw a direct increase on mason jar and no other changes anywhere else. That's not the way that it works. It's not a direct one-to-one. -one. It's often going to be like, you know, I'm advertising on, you know, 10 keywords over on Google ads and I'm seeing increases on, you know, seven keywords, uh, which is sick. So like on your Amazon rank tracking. So like 
try to track a lot of terms for each product. Uh, and then after you set that up, you go over to Google Ads. Step number five, moving to Google Ads. Uh, this is where you know, you're really helped out, especially if you've already been running uh, Amazon ads for a good amount of time, or you have query reports from uh, organic listings, anything like that. You wanna identify your best keywords. You likely already have a good idea of what your core keywords are, but over time, especially if you've been running advertising, uh, you probably discovered some long tail keywords that perform really well uh, that you hadn't thought of before. But definitely use this as a launching pad for your Google ads. Uh, You already have all this great rich information from Amazon, so do yourself a favor and use it in Google ads. You know, still to this day, there's still more search volume on Google versus Amazon. Uh, Amazon does have a higher click-through rate typically. That's simply because Google is still more of a shop and compare platform, uh, whereas Amazon is is much more like buy-ready. So, you know, don't be surprised if the click-through rates are lower. That's just the way Google is, Um, but there is still a higher amount of search volume. So, uh, yeah, take what you've learned from Amazon. Let that be your guide, your your launching off point, and you can actually reverse that. So if you you put in some broad match or phrase match in Google ads from some of your core keywords, you may discover some new long tail keywords that you can in turn test on Amazon ads uh, that hasn't come through yet. So, you know, just let them learn from each other, basically, uh, as you identify your best keywords to use. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to step number six, to make sure that targeted, that traffic is targeted uh, and high quality. You want to be on top of negative keywords. Again, this is something you can take from Amazon ads if you're running those. Um there's going to be queries that you already know you don't want to show up for that aren't related, uh, that don't result in a lot of sales or simply don't make sense for your product. Use that as a starting point. Um, but Google makes it very, very easy, uh, especially on their search network to check out search terms. Uh, it's just a, a little tab, usually right under your keywords that you're targeting. And that's going to show you all the queries that have come in. Uh, and you can review those and review those daily if you wanted to, um, just check those out and make sure you stay on top of them uh, and, and watch that click through rate move on up as you add those negative keywords and you get more targeted. Uh, yeah, I, I'm like really curious on this next one, which is like the ad copy for because mm-hmm. like that's one of the biggest differences. Like that's one of the hurdles between like an Amazon advertiser who rarely writes ad copy versus Google ads who's writing ad copy all the time. Sure. Well, if you're coming into Google without having much experience in writing ad copy, you're you're sort of in luck because Google really focuses on what they call responsive search text ads now. Um, and basically that's using their machine learning to use a bunch of different combinations to find that good combinations of headlines and descriptions uh, to get get you the best click-through rate. So yeah, they're, they're little bite-sized chunks. They make it pretty easy, but you can add something up to, I think it's 15 headlines uh, in, in four descriptions. Um, you know, where you can highlight the benefits uh, or why you would really want to buy the product or or anything like that. But then you kind of can sit back and let Google find the best possible combination. Um, So you don't have to worry about writing five completely different ads and monitoring how they split test. Uh, You can kind of let Google do that legwork for you. So they even go so far as to give you suggestions for your headlines um, based on the, the landing pages and the keywords that you've chosen. Um, so, you know, it should be fairly straightforward and lightweight for you to write uh, some pretty good ad copy and, and let Google do the legwork for you. 
I've got a question. Uh, what's your take on having an ad that like is like a hurdle to crossover where only people who are willing to do that will click on it? So like including the price in it, right? So like if somebody sees the price twenty four ninety nine, mm-hmm. if they were expecting to only spend ten bucks, they're not going to click on an ad that says twenty four ninety nine because uh, I know we're optimizing for like CTR, CPC, quality score, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, if, if you can disqualify or qualify someone before the click, that's almost always going to be more ideal. Uh, mm-hmm. Just the, the example you gave is a great one. If someone's looking for like $10 headphones and they know that's their budget or that's all they want to spend, they just want a cheap pair or whatever, and they come across an ad that says $24.99, you know, cool. hopefully they're not going to click that. So, uh, yeah. And one more note on that, the, the response of search ads is you can actually, uh, pin some headlines. So for example, if you did using your example, want to highlight your, uh, price, you can pin that in one of the, the top positions. So while Google is going to shuffle the remainder 14 headlines, uh, the price will always be pinned to be shown. Cool. Mm-hmm. Tell me about bid optimizing over on Google Ads. Yeah, uh, really in the beginning, I recommend either just running it manual or uh, maximize for clicks as one of their automations. So maximize clicks is going to, uh, it's gonna try to spend your budget based on the keywords you've put in. Um, you know, So that's when you really do have to be on top of your negative keywords to make sure that it's, as it's reaching for new people and getting in front of people, they are targeted. Um, so maximize clicks is a good one, uh, but if you are pretty budget conscious and you know what you want to spend on a click, uh, maybe know, you know that sweet spot where you can be competitive, get good visibility, just run straight manual. Uh, I wouldn't even bother with enhanced uh, because the whole point of enhanced CPC on Google is it's going to boost it when it thinks it can convert for you, but it has no conversion data in this case. Right. Um, so yes, I would recommend either just straight manual uh, or maximize clicks. Right on. And after you were running these ads, you get to the last step, which is, of course, reporting and reflecting on what you've learned from the report. So the things, the questions you want to ask are, were there rank changes uh, for that product? Um, And in the scenarios that we've ran over the last few months, like the answer is going to be yes. The hard, harder question, the more exciting question, a little bit harder to answer, which we talked about is, now that you've had ranking increases, what has been the economic increase of that? Like what has been the ROI of the increased ranking? Uh, that is where you, you know, we talked about this earlier on the show. That's where you go ahead and you look at that ranking report. You go ahead and then look at your search query performance dashboard and you try to piece together a story that says, oh, I've now got you know 20% more brand share for that keyword. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so that level of reporting happens. And then of course, the last step is just looking at the direct ROAS report and brand referral bonus. Um, so what does that mean? That just means you're looking at how much you spent on Google. Uh, you are looking at how much revenue came through in Amazon attribution. You're adding on that brand referral bonus. And, you know, realistically, Google ads traffic is a different flavor than Amazon traffic. So like you're probably going to notice lower conversion rates. You're probably going to notice notice higher A costs. Again, the direct ROAS is only one 
reason we're doing this, but you're going to notice that typically you'll get an ACOS in like the 50 to 80% range. And again, so you have to sort of go back and look at your ranking increases. What was the ROI of the ranking increases? Add that to your ROAS that you're reporting, your ACOS that you're reporting, uh, and then eventually piece all this together. So there is a degree of like analysis that needs to happen here. But I would say pretty, so I'm, I'm pretty confident that I don't think there's many Amazon sellers that should not be running at least a small campaign. And again, when we say small, like ideally a couple hundred clicks for a single product over the course of a month um, to at least test this. Yeah, so far, so good. Like, I think this is good. Overall, I think the pros outweigh the cons. The cons are really just time. Like, it'll take a little bit bit of legwork to kind of figure out some workarounds. You know, you look at this report, look at that report uh, to make a judgment call. But this is still a a fairly new system. And I I really do think Amazon's going to try hard to make it easier because they do want that traffic from Google. And it wasn't too long ago that you couldn't create attribution links inside of Amazon and they've already put that out. So now they make it easy. Uh, you can yeah. do it right inside of Amazon. Uh, they want this and I think they're going to continue to improve and streamline the system. Um, so you may not have to go look at this report and then that report and do some math. Um, but yeah, just think about, think about it like this. It's a newer system. Maybe there's people that get dissuaded from doing it, uh, because of the, the workarounds you got to do, but Mm-hmm. there's all that open traffic. So if you think about yeah. back up, like how cool would it have been if you launched your ads on Amazon when there were five less competitors in your space right. or 10 less competitors in your space, that's kind of what it is on running Google to Amazon right now. So a little rudimentary, a little crude system so far, but it's improving um, as we speak. And I think the time to get in is now. Right. Like when we last talked about this, there was no search query performance dashboard on Amazon. So you couldn't know uh, your uh, share of sales per keyword per mm-hmm. week, but now you can. So like when you combine that with a ranking report, now all of a sudden you get a lot more data points to assess this. And I would probably say like, that's the, like if there's, if there are companies out there that like are still, you know, at a point where they can't do this sort of like uh, data reporting, I would say, you know, what would it take to get to a point to get there? Because it's, it is, it is a little murky and it's very often that like the biggest advertisers. So like one way to learn is like, what are the absolute biggest companies do? And like, they do plenty of advertising that is like somewhat murky when it comes to direct ROAS. What I mean by that is, you know, there's a reason why gigantic companies do Super Bowl ads. Uh, there's a reason why like really big companies and and I'm not, I'm not even talking about like the coca-colas of the world but just like big companies that sell on amazon you know who are doing you know they're spending 50 100 200,000 plus a month on advertising like they look at dsp and they run dsp they run top of funnel ads and they have different they have a different set of kpis for those top of funnel ads than they do their bottom of funnel sponsored products. They have different KPIs for their branded traffic on Amazon and non-branded traffic on Amazon. So like, don't necessarily think of this as the exact same thing as running Amazon ads. Like it's absolutely gonna have a different ROAS. Uh, It's absolutely going to be a different process. 
there's absolutely going to be d different economic inputs and outputs and you need to like view it in a different lens so like when you stack all these things together it's like don't expect the same ACoS as your Amazon ads uh, just like you wouldn't expect the same ACoS on your branded versus non-branded traffic um, so like if someone were to say like hey I want the same row as my non-branded traffic as my branded traffic you'd be like that's crazy that's absurd so like don't go over to doing this and say like i need the exact same acos you're gonna have to be pretty miserable because like you cannot get it like Google which is another just, another yeah. reason to smart or to start small uh, absolutely that's yeah, the way and work your way up yeah that's the way but um if all this sounds a little too overwhelming you don't have time just uh reach out to me i'll do it for you yeah yeah let's jump into part four behind the scenes Alrighty, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We're now on our post show talking. So we've already talked about the process, but yes, we're talking inside baseball here. So Bobby, we've, we do this. We do this professionally. Our companies have partnered up to do this because you do Google ads. You've mm -hmm. been doing Google ads for like 10 years. Oh yeah. A decade at least. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You've been doing it for 10 years. Uh, so like a badger does Amazon ads. We, we, we create the attribution links. Uh, we're doing the reporting to the client and you fulfill the Google ads. Like if we talk in Slack, deliver the info, you launch the campaigns and it's a pretty cool service. It's, it's a lightweight service because these campaigns are not overly gigantic. They're not overly huge. And it just feels like smooth, right? Like it, it this just feels like a smooth process. Yeah, it's been good. Um, in more important people are, are reaching out about it are, are wanting to do it uh like we mentioned some people just don't have the bandwidth um you know a lot of people will outsource their their ppc um and this is just another facet of it where you know you are focused on one thing you have your your specialty we have our specialty as search scientists and it's a really easy mesh um and it, it's it's worked out largely positive yeah yeah it's cool so yeah reach out there's a link in the description you know, I, I think the thing too is like, this is not as an intensive of a process as like managing somebody's full on Google ads account or managing somebody's full on Amazon account. Like it, it is, it is lightweight and that's like reflected in how we were thinking about charging for this. And like, it's also lightweight in terms of like how big the Google ads has, actually has to be. Like when we were testing this, I was thinking like, hmm, what if it's 10% of what they spend on Amazon ads? Uh, what if it's 20% of what they spend on Amazon ads? So if somebody's spending, you know, 20 grand a month on their Amazon ads, like should the budget on Google ads be like two grand, four grand? And again, I think it's a couple hundred bucks per ASIN and then just starting with a few ASINs. Um, letting that, I, I, so like, that's what, that's what I've learned over the last few months that like, it's not going to be some like blow out, blow the doors off, like go spend $2,000 per ASIN on Google ads and then just watch all of your rankings magically jump overnight. It really does seem like have a smaller campaign, have this be a slow burn thing. And then, yeah, like we were seeing ranking movements from like position 20 to position 15, from 15 to like 10, like from position seven to position five. Like it was just this sort of like, it seemed so much more gradual, so much slower. Uh, and I'm also curious too, like we've been doing this for like two, three months at this point. 
And I'm actually really curious to see what happens at like the six month mark, like the 12 month mark. I, I don't know about you, but I almost wonder, I almost wonder like, is this the kind of thing like you do a quarter on, you do like three months on and then like you take a beat for a month and then you do like three months on, like I wonder, cause like rankings can't go up forever. Um, so I'm, I'm curious. I mean, one, one part of me wants to say like, you do this forever to like solidify your positions as strong as they could be just like running Google ads, just like running Amazon ads. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, I'm curious to see how this pans out and like, we'll just continue learning more as this goes. Yeah. I'm curious to see what it's going to be like, the kind of noticeable needle improvements, um, we see around black Friday, Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, because Amazon traffic increases, but so does Google's. Um, you know, so setting up that framework now, what are we? We're mid-September at the time yeah. of this recording. Um, yeah, that stuff's right around the corner. So it's a, it's a good time to do it. Right on. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Bobby. Thanks for having me. I think this is my second go-round. I'm going to say third or fourth. It might be. Time flies. I'm gonna say a lot happens in a decade. Yes. Well, thanks everybody for listening. I'll see you next time here on the PPC Den Podcast.